Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Snatched. Um, Snatched. We're here, we're here. Internet introductions might not be necessary, but just in case this is your first time listening, my name is Latoya um, and I'm joined by... And the it, lovely you were the king of NW10. I was going to give all the monikers, but I couldn't even remember oh, them but all. You could... The Dark oh, Lord okay, of fine. NW10. The Black Prince. The Dark Lord of NW10. The Black yes. Prince of yes. Northwest London, of course. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Little bit under the weather. I am. I'm not going to lie. By the time this is released, I hope everyone had a stunning bank holiday. But these times there, your boy's been in his own filth and mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, we've been we've been in our own filth and mess. But it's okay. We move. We move. We, we move, move and make it happen. Exactly. I mean, I'm in a headscarf right now. So you is not getting a beautiful view. But it is what it is. We move. It's fine, baby. It always looks stunning for me. Oh, I try. I'm trying, but I'm tired. Um, but anyway, let's do the PR part. So I always get wrong. Yeah. But you can listen to us on Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can contact us on Instagram at snatch.podcast. And you can email us at contact at snatchpodcast.com. That's correct, right? Contact at snatchpodcast.com. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well done. So we got Look, there. you are on fire oh, today. Not quite. <laughs> I've only had a Coke Zero, no coffee. So I'm really yeah. Yeah. hanging yeah. on by Fred. <laughs> but today's episode, we've just said just before we started, it's quite mm. sordid. The timeline has it's been a mess. sordid and thematic. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's, the timeline's been a mess. It's been a mess. <laughs> I don't know if it's the sun coming out. People have lost their marbles. But you know what? I always do find when the sun, when it starts to come summertime, mm. people start going on a bit loosey goosey, which I like. I don't mind loosey goosey, <laughs> right? Because you know we've all been there. I've had my loosey goosey moments, but people are acting a bit loosey goosey. And this, these times there, we haven't even hit like eighteen degrees yet. Not so you quite. can imagine when we hit eighteen degrees. Right. Could you imagine what the timeline's going to be? Right. Hot mess. Hot mess. Sordid, debauchery. Oh, <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah up on the timeline. I think that might even be the name of this episode. But um, let's get cracking. So the first story, of yeah. course, is the big news that broke this week. Though, to be honest, it's not new. I think a lot of people in the black community knew about this nasty yeah. old predator. But anyway, we're going to talk about it. The dirty, nasty looking Methuselah <laughs> was around during World War One. Oh, you are coming for him. He neck. makes me sick. Tim Westwood. Okay, yeah. so for those that don't know, I don't know where you've been, but there was a documentary that was released this week on BBC Three alongside um, some articles that were published and basically an in investigation carried out by BBC, how ironic, and The Guardian, I believe mm. it was, um, about basically these stories broke on the timeline. I remember because it was in, during lockdown two years ago, 2020, where people were sharing these stories about Tim Westwood groping them, um, harassing mm -hmm. them, basically being a very nasty predator. And nothing was done at the time, actually. So I guess this investigation, mm. I don't know what has made it come to light now. Maybe something else was going to be released. Who knows? Maybe an internal mm -hmm. complaint was made. We don't actually know because BBC will neither deny no, nor confirm whether any internal complaints have been made about Tim Westwood. But basically, I believe it was five or seven women in the documentary. Seven, I think. Yeah. In the documentary, who came forward with various different levels of sexual harassment to abuse that Tim Westwood mm. had carried out. I mean, 
have been to Tim Westwood Rave back in the day. I, I, I have. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? Ruby Blue, I believe it was, Leicester Square. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking it back. Taking it back. <laughs> I mean, these are the people that are Ruby Blue. Where's that? Like, all our listeners in America are like, Ruby, Ruby Blue's just like a bit dead. <laughs> it was next. It was upstairs from the Hagen Dars, which no longer exists in Leicester no, Square. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. After yeah. times. But yeah. Um, and he's gross. I mean, he's gross. Uh, there's no other way to describe it, but I feel like some people want to be close to him because of the proximity he has to celebrities. Um, that doesn't mm. make it okay, by the way. But what I'm saying is sometimes you could be young, which sounds like a lot of these women were quite young and he has a lot of power. He's been made the gatekeeper of black music and you could be drawn in. And then before it's too late, you've been manipulated into a situation where you're having to have sex or in the case of some of these women have sexual acts performed on you before you've even had the time to say no. Um, mm. And then obviously if you're going to a club and so someone's taking pictures with you, I mean, I've never had my bum, actually, hold on one second. Maybe I have, I think I have had my bum groped in a rave. Like before you know it, like it's happened. Oh, you know, 100%. And you're a bit shocked. Like it's, you don't actually know what to do at the time when it happens. Mm. And it's only afterwards when you sort of think, oh, like, why did he like touch my bum? Or mm. like, why was he like grinding on me? I didn't want him to do that. Like, are you, am I giving out the wrong signals? Like what's going on here? So I think for some of those girls, because let's bear in mind, none of them have pressed charges. And that doesn't mean that their story is not true, but it's interesting that they haven't pressed charges. And why haven't they? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean their story's not true. I still believe them. But that's quite interesting mm. that they haven't done that. And whether maybe now there's a bit more weight to the, the story, that maybe they will actually do it. But he's mm. denying it. And um, being Tim Westwood, Tim Westwood saying, yeah, baby. Like, I mean, he went from BBC One to yeah. Capital Extra. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about some of these, um, I'm going to say white DJs, who I think they become the gatekeepers of black music. Like I can think of Charlie Sloth, Charlie Sloth is another one who mm. is another gatekeeper. Like, you know. Yeah, no, it's interesting, isn't it? I think that's a different kind of topic. Mm. I think it's a, it's a big topic and I think it's, it's, it's quite interesting. I'm not really too sure how I feel. I, think, I don't think necessarily think that they should be the gatekeepers mm. of hip hop music because hip hop was originally from black culture. Yeah. So I think it should be, a gatekeeper should be a black person. Mm. However, I'm not going to take away any accolades that obviously like, you know, Tim Westwood has done, mm-hmm. etc. And, you know, how he supported potentially amplify the voices or the music of For other sure. black artists. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take that away from him. Uh, so I do feel that it's quite interesting to have that debate. I'm still kind of like on the fence. Like I don't actually think I've got an opinion mm. that much, that strongly to even critique. Um, but it would be nice for the gatekeepers to be black because actually you can see the whole, in terms of the whole industry and the music, and especially within hip hop as well, mm. I do feel that we need to be able to hold space. Yes. Yeah for certain things for our for our for our culture. Not saying I'm saying there is no space for let's say, you know, an Asian rap um rap artist, hundred percent. Mm. Not saying that. But actually I think it's about, yeah, or not us forgetting where the roots come from. Mm-hmm. Um and equally that those people that hold those powers 
being from the culture. That's what I believe. Mm. Um, I don't really know if that's kind of the right thing or wrong thing. I'm open to conversation. I'm open to challenge. Yeah. I think in regards to kind of like the Tim Wester thing, I agree with you. This stuff has been going on for ages. For years. So now all of a sudden, like, you know, you're saying that people mentioned it in the timeline last last year and obviously BBC Three, mm. of course, has done a documentary um, to tell them and say, you know, we're taking it quite seriously because we're giving these uh, victims voices. Mm-hmm. But what did you do about it from the last time? Mm-hmm. And this is not the first, this is not the only story about like, you know, sexual misconduct and abuse mm-hmm. and stuff like that for BBC. Right. Um, so I think that they need to do kind of like better. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think, you know what, Tim was a 64 year old. I mean, you know, yes, he's been in the industry for quite some time, mm-hmm. but he was the one who was hitting up the uni race. Oh! So I can imagine, I can imagine, mm-hmm. you know, him getting that, you know, the influ- the, uh, the many gash that was quite, you know, they were influential. Yeah. So they could be influenced, yeah. right? Um, and so I can imagine, I can imagine. But then the other thing that I have though, mm. and again, this might be, I'm going to say this, this is a safe space. Yeah, go for it, <laughs> go for it. But I was just thinking, I don't know what it's like to be a young girl and be groped. I don't understand what it's like. I absolutely appreciate that it's really, really tough in today's society mm. where, you know, the women's safety is at the pinnacle, at uh, the top, uh, on everyone's lips at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that the government needs to do in order to address that. And especially for women of colour and girls of colour as well. Sure. I'm always going to go back to child Q. Always going to go back mm-hmm. to child Q, right? However... If you're like 19, 17, there's one, there's one victim who I think she was like 17, another woman, and this is from the BBC website, another woman told the BBC she met Whiskwood, then in his mid-30s when she was 17 and a member of an R&B group, mm-hmm. she said she was subject to unwanted oral sex after agreeing to meet with him. At 17 years of age, where are you going mm. to meet a mid-30-year-old? Irrespective, I understand about chasing the dream. I get it. I understand that. But where where where's where where's where's the safeguarding? Mm, that's that's yeah. that's in there. Where are you going to meet a mid thirty year old in the music industry? Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's some girls that can be quite gullible, and generally people can be quite gullible as mm-hmm. well. However, this stuff has been going on from the dawn of time. Mm. So I'm really I, I think I'm failing to understand. And I'm not saying yes, she can go and meet whoever she wants to meet yeah. or anybody. If I'm a boy and I'm seventeen, I can go and meet Kevin Spacey yeah. if I wanted to, because we're going. However. I don't know if it's with my upbringing or maybe I'm just being a little bit naive to mm-hmm. the fact is, but I wouldn't be hitching up myself no. in other people's spaces because I already have that awareness. Mm-hmm. And not all of, a lot, a lot, not a lot of people are street wise or no. yeah, not a lot of people are street wise. No. So I just don't know like if and it, it, there's similarities to the R. Kelly case. Mm-hmm. Right, so you got fifteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. you got sixteen, you got seventeen-year-olds. Now, truth, I think the differences between this case and R. Kelly is actually I don't necessarily think that the the parents yeah. were being the perpetrators yeah, 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 and the co-conspirators. Sure. You know what? You can have my child because my child's going to be famous, yeah. so you can do whatever you want. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily see that here. However, I do think there is something that we need to educate, like our children, our girls moving forward, mm-hmm. and equally our boys as well mm-hmm. around. Do not put yourself, you need to consider, yeah, what are the positives, but equally the negatives, but you're putting yourself, don't put yourself in a weird situation. Mm. I know, I know that obviously they absolutely is their body. They have the right, they have the right to not Mm. have, want any unwanted sexual acts. However, I, I know if if I was to have a child, 17 year old, 17, oh, I'm going to be, where are you going? Mm. Where are you going? Mm -hmm. Now, fair enough. Maybe the parents don't necessarily know, but I I would want to try to instill some sort of like street, 
smart street wire street cred yeah. into my child so they understand actually what it's like i don't know that that that's just my view yeah i think to be honest like it's really hard because obviously i'm a girl so i know like it can mm. be very difficult to make a judgment especially mm. like it's such a misogynistic world i think it's also mm. as a woman or generally as a young person understand the balance of power because you don't mm -hmm. have power in that situation but you might not be aware of it someone could be mm. making you feel like you have power so who knows he could have been saying to her i can help you don't worry if you come um i've got this contact and blah 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 and in the back of her mind she might have had that little flag go up because that could happen she could be thinking to herself yeah i'm not sure about this and that i think that does happen to a lot of people they're like i'm not really too sure but it's tim westwood he wouldn't do anything to me like he's a radio presenter he has a show like he wouldn't yeah, he agreed. wouldn't do that to me even if they know in the back of their mind like this don't this don't seem quite right um and then by the mm. time you've in you're in that situation you're powerless you have no power so i think it's mm. also about understanding i think social media has people so skewed with what they think reality is and the thing is someone like mm -hmm. tim westwood who works for the bbc is highly protected just like jimmy savile was there's just no way Agreed. you're gonna have yeah. any um it's your word against this DJ, basically. And your it's your word has no weight because of who he is. And as a it, like I feel like the BBC is a bit like HR. HR's job is to protect the, the company first. You know what I mean? And BBC I get you're it, the yeah. extension. You you work for me, you're yeah. absolutely not going to damage my brand. Because it's very interesting that BBC have not come out to confirm or deny, as I said earlier, about whether any internal allegations or any allegations have been made whatsoever. I'm sure there have been like members of staff he worked out was he not at one extra i'm sure there's bit was young black girls who work there i'm pretty certain who probably mm. had to deal with his nasty advances and probably made complaints but you know who else i want to talk about and i'm going to say it, i'm going to take it there i'm sorry to the black men that are also in the music industry who probably had some awareness this was going out on of this well, and have not come out yeah and have not come out and publicly denounced Tim Westwood. Um, I was in a really interesting Twitter space hosted by Kalechi last week once the mm. documentary aired. Um, and there were a few prominent male celebs in that audience, like uh, rappers, um, you know, in that audience who have definitely been on the Westwood show. Um, none of them came up on the stage to say anything. And I don't think they've ever come, they've not come out publicly to say anything. So we as black women, are we not protected? You're not protecting us. Mm. Like if you know that this is, okay, I get it. He's got um, power and prestige. He can take your single, play it. And that means it's going to be everywhere. And I totally understand that. But at the, in the same breath, like these are young women's lives that are, have probably been destroyed by these acts. So yeah. would you be happy with like your daughters or your nieces, or maybe you're offering them up so you can get your track on the Westwood show? I don't know. Are you bringing the girls to Tim Westwood? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. P people trafficking, it. trafficking. Yep, <laughs> that's right. People, it's, that's it's very it real. Is. Trafficking is very real. Yeah. You have groupies yeah. who'll be in the crew with you. You know, you're you got your slot on the uh, one extra show or whatever. There's groupies. You know, seventeen, eighteen year old girls who are hanging around. They might offer 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 up a girl to Tim. Why not? So until I hear these rappers come out and say something, 
I haven't got any time for it. They're all complicit. They're all complicit. Essentially. Every single fucking one of you been in that show. Because yeah. he did that interview with Cardi B, wasn't it, a couple of years ago? And it was very uncomfortable. I can't remember what he said. I didn't even, you know, but you remember, I'm not really a Cardi B yeah. kind of like fan. But that, however, no, I heard about it. But it was very more, yeah. uncomfortable. He's really odd. What in terms of like how he was speaking what his to energy her. in how he's speaking? Yeah, like, the questions he was really? asking, I really can't remember exactly what it was, but I could see her face was like, "What the fuck?" Like, you know, you play along with it because you're professional. It's Tim Westwood, and he's meant to be yeah. whatever. But I think as a woman in that situation, imagine being younger, and mm. this dirty old geezer. Yeah, he probably flashes people in the park with his trench coat. <laughs> Allegedly. Let's just bring it back with his French coat. I don't know if Tim Westwood wants a French coat, by the way. <laughs> I'm just going to let... I think that might be a little bit... Too, yeah, that's not really... I that know, but he's just... You know. He makes, me, he makes me so sick. And it's just so annoying that the media keep framing him as like he's a vicar's son or something. Like, and so what? <laughs> yeah. He's a vicar's son who is... I don't know, what, what do you call it? What do we call this? He's trans black. I don't know what he's doing. He talks in that weird voice. <laughs> <laughs> what do what do is he trans black i don't know what trans black that's not the right that's not no because trans black is referring to something else oh that's what i think trans black what do you mean i think you're speaking to the someone language. part of the lgbtqia okay. so community so when you say trans black i'm thinking so okay cool like he's not trans black no. he's not trans no he's not he's not, no but you know when people said rachel Do dolzio was transracial because she said that oh yeah oh yeah is he like transracial is he transracial that's the term i'm looking for i mean yeah, I don't really know. I I, I don't really know if you can. Uh, yeah, He's definitely really cosplaying as like a black, a middle-aged black yeah. man. Yeah, but that's really in when you said trans black, transracial, because transracial is an actual term, mm. right? And this is the thing. Like, do you, how would you feel? And maybe this is something that we just need to do a little bit of a touch. Okay. On now and then, maybe get into it another time. Yeah, yeah. Right, but the whole aspect of I don't know. Like, I accept. Tra I, I, I will protest for trans rights. I'm here for it all day, every day. Yeah. Like, you know, I've done my research, like in the 1980s and the rise of the HIV, mm -hmm. HIV and AIDS pandemic, when all of them um, ballrooms were open in New York, there were so many trans women or black guys that had trans mm -hmm. uh, transformed that were murdered, raped, left on the streets. They were kicked out of their yard back in the day. So there was no one, like they've just been dashing to unmarked yeah, graves. Yeah. Like I know it was struggle and that was not necessarily in America. I would definitely tell them to say it was in the UK also. Mm -hmm. So I'm here for trans rights. When it comes to transracial mm -hmm. though, I don't really know how I feel Absolutely about that. Not. Because someone could argue to me, hold on, but you're here, here for trans rights. Everyone should be who they want to be. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, you should be able, for me, I'm like, if you feel that you are born in the, however you choose to express yourself mm. from a gender perspective, you can do whatever you want, right? I, I do feel that we need to be very careful in that space though, because I don't necessarily think that we should be taking away. If I want to transform it, if I wanted to, if I was going to be a trans woman, so I was transitioning into a woman, like I would say that I'm a trans man, but I'm a tra tra yeah, trans man, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But um, I wouldn't want to take away from any issues or mm -hmm. um, uh, challenges that females have yeah. because I need to appreciate, yes, I've got my own thing now that I'm going through because I have transitioned to a woman mm -hmm. and actually there's definitely going to be a stigma. I'm going to probably get it from both sides. Yeah, yeah. Right? And equally the community at the same time. So it's a completely different complex. But when it comes to transracial, I have an issue with that. Yeah. Because I just feel, I don't feel that you can. It, no. I didn't choose to be black. No. And by me even being born, 
I, I'm already at a disadvantage. Yeah. So for you to turn in and tell me that you're transracial, <laughs> and I know Tim was just for the just for our wigs and Snapchats. Tim hasn't come out and tell me that I'm he's transracial. <laughs> However, there are people. There are. There's quite a few people. Rachel, that guy, Dozio, I can't remember yeah. her surname. Dozio, and there's another guy, and we talked. We spoke about it in one of our previous mm. episodes as well. Oh, the one that was Chinese or something. Yeah, yes. transracial. I just feel that it is. It's just not okay. Um, it really is not it's okay. Just, transracial. That one is definitely you're bordering on a little bit of mental illness there because. I feel like, like you said, we don't choose... The skin colour is used as a marker to divide people immediately. So if you've already had a privilege of being a preferred race, so that's white normally, and you're now saying that you want to... You're saying that you're not in the right body and you... Well, not in the right body, so the right skin colour, because it's not about body necessarily, but you're not in the right skin skin colour... And you feel that you identify more with this race, but therefore, but you're also taking opportunities from people who, like, I've that guy that took um, scholarships. It, he was like an, was he an actor? I cannot remember his name. Someone listening will know what I'm talking about. But he was cosplaying as like a darker skinned black man or something. It was very weird. But he was taking like scholarships and things. In this country, was doing it. Um, so I feel like, no, that one is not. It's not even up for debate. I just feel like there's just no it's way. It's not even up to no. debate, is there? I just, yeah. I just feel that it's just too much. There's a, too there much. is a real issue, and I feel like if I was going to do my PhD, which one day maybe when I'm retired and I need something to do, I'll do it. But I really want to talk about the effects of actually the reverse because we all talk about black culture that you know skin bleaching we talk about uh weaves we talk about basically people thank you someone's brought me my assistant has brought me the name of the person who i'm talking about anthony, oh shout out to assistant <laughs> anthony Encondeo lennon basically pretended like he applied mm. that he said he was mixed but i think he's a white man full-on white That's too much but I think we need to talk about, I'd love to really explore the reverse about black culture being picked apart and put on other races to be more palatable and attractive. So listen, I agree. Yeah. And I totally think that it's definitely worth something to talk yeah. about um, in your PhD. Yes. And a hundred percent. And I had this conversation with a few people. And I'm sorry, and we actually we will get back to obviously Tim Westwood and his, uh, <laughs> in a second. Behavior, but I think it's really important to discuss this. But if you think about it, like I think I said this before, like you know uh, that whole and it's something so basic, like uh, the angry black woman, mm-hmm. right? I know that's a stigma. And when people say a black woman angry, I feel that I'm going to change my response. I'm like hundred and ten percent angry. So let me tell you the reasons why. But let me tell you the reasons why as a woman you're already born at a disadvantage mm-hmm. right your safety you've got your 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 um you know your body clock is ticking mm-hmm. like people expect you to be a p- deliver at a particular you know have the house have the husband have the child not necessarily have that much independence mm-hmm. oh but we want you to be independent yeah. at the same time oh no no but if you're too independent you got all them bags but you don't have no children then right. you're not maternal so already you're at that disadvantage being a woman mm-hmm. fast forward now being a woman that is from a different country. So for example, a woman of color, let's say Asian women, mm-hmm. and obviously um, Asian women, East and equally South Asian mm-hmm. women, they've got the other, not only other women, they've got potentially sometimes arranged marriages in their community. Mm-hmm. Let's really talk about it. 
there has been honorary killings as well, yeah. part of their community. Let's really talk about that. You're still trying to keep, you're still trying to make yourself to try to be something in the Western world, but still keep your roots. And if you go too Western, mm -hmm. you offend your family. If mm -hmm. you're not too Western, then you offend the corporate space. And that's just being an Asian and East, a South Asian, East Asian, and potentially some North African um, uh, country yeah, within, yeah. That, within those countries as well. True. That's just East Asian. But let's go about black women. <laughs> so black women now, from the dawn of times that your bodies, basically for all your, your complexions, your bodies, what your looks yeah. like, you were stolen from your African country. You were raped, mm -hmm. pillaged, mm -hmm. picked apart, dismantled because of your wide hips, mm -hmm. because of your spread nose, mm -hmm. because of your big lips, because of, your, of that, right? And you suffered that. You've been raped by the, by, by the slave masters, bare mixed race children, mm -hmm. right? Fast forward now, your body basically is being picked apart mm -hmm. and repackaged and sold back to you in the form of Instagram models and the form of the Kardashians. Tell it again. So when people ask me, when people ask me why black women are so angry, if you were a black woman, so would you. Right. Say it again. So would you. So we need to, I definitely think that there's something that you need to to explore because when you, when you break it down like that. It's crazy from our so lips. So would you. Um, you know, hair texture, even if you want to talk about that, people I've seen some white girls getting crochet. I need to talk about that. Yeah, crochet. Blame Jesse Nelson. I'll bring it back up again. Jesse, with her curly hair, there are now white girls getting crochet. Like deep curly. What? What the hell? Unless you are mess unless you are yeah. someone who is middle eastern turkish even from india even with where they will have very deep like curly hair african south american caribbean as a white woman from essex i'm not sure where you're gonna pull that deep curly from so i need you to stop putting crochet in your hair and it was a black woman doing it as well let me not bring that tiktok account up i was like what a mess but anyway but anyway, Tim Westwood. Fun. Absolute mess. Fun him. <laughs> absolute yeah. mess. Absolute mess. But him. Um, yeah, be very interested to see uh, what else comes yeah, out from that for story. Sure. So if you're not following it, follow it definitely very yeah, closely. Next steps will be very interesting. <sighs> following on to the next sordid tale. Oh, yeah. I wish I could take my eyeballs out and throw <gasps> them away. Oh. I don't know what possessed me to find out why Dubai Porta Potty was trending. I already know about Dubai Porta Potty, so I don't know why I was so like, why is this trending again? What is this about? What is this video about? I didn't think it was going to be as graphic as it was. Did you end up seeing the video? Well, when you rang me <laughs> half an hour ago, when you spoke on the phone, and you're talking about... To buy porta potties. I was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And when you said pulled up potties, I was like, oh, okay, like a porta loo. Yeah. I was like, something must have happened where some woman got stuck or some no. man got stuck in like a porta, a porta loo in Dubai and it was hot <laughs> and they were found dead or something like that. So this is where my head's going to in it because, you know, sometimes people, it can happen or people fell down, like, you know, into like a waste, I don't know, some sort of big potty that had wasted it to go and get some sort of like, I don't know, expensive designer bag or something like that or a phone because that stuff happens. Yeah. But when you when when I research, yeah, will come on to me. I just need to understand what the fuck was going on. Because I didn't really understand. 
So not everybody that goes to Dubai is an escort. I'd like to really make that clear. Dubai is not that expensive to travel to. People go there on holiday all the time. You can get tickets for like £200 and have a nice, like, like I say low-cost luxury, but you could have a luxury holiday that's not going to cost the earth. So let's be very clear that not every woman goes to Dubai is going there to be an escort. But for some reason, this video, apparently it's really old and it's like trending again. And the only way I could describe it as, you know the McDonald's machine where you used to get ice cream sundae? Yeah. Yeah. You know how it comes out. Or even like the milkshake. The milkshake. Actually, the milkshake comes out like yeah. that as well. Yeah. Or 99p flake, you know, when it comes onto the cone. Imagine that in the colour brown. Um, repeatedly going into someone's mouth. Um, absolutely. I wish, as I said, I wish I never saw it. I wish I, next time I, I hear these things trending, I'm not going to go and investigate what it's about. But basically... There's a website where there's a blog and you can read stories about it. But the main gist of it is some of these women, some of your favorite influencers who are always in Dubai, you don't, you're thinking, why are you always here? Like, what, how do you make money? Why are you living out here? Basically, are getting shot on for $40,000, $50,000 for a weekend for 10, 15 man to be giving you salmonella, E. coli, hepatitis, God knows in your intestines so you can have money i mean i guess if you do it for a couple of weekends you maybe you're set for life but <laughs> you know what these sounds there why is life ain't even worth living after you've done things like that you know what i mean like, set for life it's not even about you know what right okay cool no we'll go go and finish they, they, sorry so finish, some finish, of the finish. things i'm not going to get into because too graphic and i don't want the podcast to be banned but some of the things will involve animals um, some situations will involve uh, multiple uh, gentlemen maybe excreting, you know, feces into people's oral cavities. Um, they take laxatives to make sure that that's continuous, a continuous stream. Um, you might have to, <laughs> you might have to feed the la you might have to feed the feces to the other girl who's there, or you might have to eat your own vomit again, and you might have to like possibly sleep with some people's sons, you know, to help them grow up to be men so there's various very there's a lot of debauchery basically and the thing is I was thinking to myself oh my god like why would you as a woman do that why would you go and I still don't get my head around it but you know what I have vim for the men how can you you're that rich what like that is mm -hmm. so sickening to me that like you have that much money you're so rich that for you, £50,000 just to see like your worst fantasies. And that's why I just feel like I would never want to be a billionaire. Don't want to be Bill Gates. Don't want to be Elon Musk. Don't want to be any of these super wealthy people because I think when you have everything, there's no limits. Mm. There's no limits. Why do you mm. want to shit in a woman's mouth? Mm. What is sexy <sighs> about that? It stinks. I mean... No, but you know what? Like, listen, I do feel like I'm always partial to a bit of kink, right? I don't mind. No, I, I generally don't mind. Like, I'm trying to, I'm just, literally, I always be very open on this in this podcast and I always try everything once, right? The only thing I will not try, and I won't try blood and shit. No. I won't, I won't do it. I will always try everything once. It, you know, it's, it's, I think it's important. You don't really know unless you explore. Yeah. I don't really have, like, a when it comes to like explicit kind of filter, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like it is what it is, right? But that just takes the biscuit. Yeah. I do feel that we've, as a society, we've changed so much mm. where actually there is, there's so, there, there's a fantasy or a fetish for everything. Every um, and whilst I don't, I mean, don't get to say, I'm not going to be getting my rocks off to fucking Dubai Porter Party, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's not, but I, 
I I don't know why the filter is changed massively mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, but I don't. I I just I just don't understand. You know what? If you need to go and get that money, then yeah, go and but get that money. It... But like, I wouldn't even mind. You know what? Hold on. Would you feel differently if she was shitting in his mouth? No. Um. I'd be fine with that if it was if that's it. You'd be fine with that, but no, you'd be fine. I still so think she, it's so... disgusting, but I feel like if that is his fetish that he wants you to shit in his mouth, maybe some some people do want that. I think it's the degradation of like multiple men doing it to a woman who doesn't, and a lot of the time the women don't want to do it. If you read some of the stories, like before <laughs> he wants to, but Sorry. but a lot of the time these Sorry. women get coerced by someone else who's doing it. And says, "Oh, do you want to work? You want to make like fifty k this weekend? Just you want to come?" And a lot of the time, these women have already had like they have very expansive sex lives. You know, they've done a lot of things. Might have had a threesome. Might have done this. Might have done that. So you're thinking my kink level is quite high. Okay, cool. Gang bang for the weekend. Let's go. So you go there, and you're in the middle of I don't want to say the desert, but you're in the middle of nowhere in some some person's mansion. Who basically says, "Well, if you don't do this, I don't know how you're going to get home." We're not paying for Mad. you to leave. So you I either... Agree. So you just got to do yeah, it. So you have to do it or make your way. You've got enough money. Make your way and leave. So at that point, maybe after you've done it the first time and you've crossed that line of having shit in your mouth. Um, and you, Then everything. You might as well you do might everything. Well do then. It then. You might have just been like, okay, yeah. do you know what? Oh, fine. I mean, shit. But you know what the killer was? Yeah, that's what it is. Like, the, the thing is, is that obviously it's supposed to exit, right? <laughs> so it's supposed to come out. It's not, no. Yeah. The value of it is that if the food has already been churned up and all the nutrients have been taken out, so all of that is just waste. So I don't understand why you're going to allow someone to put their waste back in your mouth. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's just a bit, it, there, there's limits. Yeah. There's limits. Like, I, you can't do shit, you can't do blood. Everything else. I think you could do. You could get they away with it, to, it. Like every girl, you could chew do. It, you, you have to chew it and swallow oh, the shit. Oh no! Like, chew and yeah, swallow. You have to swallow it. No, that's too much. It's really disgusting. Like, but I, don't, I didn't know it was such a big. Like, to be fair, no, it is a big thing. Mm. It is, and it gets onto the whole thing around like, is it escort? It's yeah, escorting like that I'm high flyer kind mm. of like escorts and stuff. And, and I just feel like you know what? I generally think people should legalize sex work. Mm. I do. Um, yeah. I feel that you know what it is. It, it, it is what it is. Like why it's legal in other countries, it's not legal in some. Mm. I think you know what. Like some people, you just have to just do what you got to yeah. do. Um, and I just, yeah, I just didn't know that there's so there's there's quite a lot of layers and heights to this kind of like oh, escort yeah. kind of life. Yeah, yeah, it's very and much so. And you know what? Like, would I if I was a, no? I want to be a high. I want to be a high flying escort, right? Yeah. But I don't want to be a high flying yeah. escort. That gets that. That's what I'm saying. I think they think. I'm going to buy, I'll get a prince. You know, you see some of them, like, you know, they've got, they meet some rich Saudi and they're living. They've got the bags, they've got the cars. But you know what? These times he's buying you the bags and the cars because on the weekend, he's going to his mate's mansion and he's shitting in someone else's mouth. That's Mm. how I see it. So when you're flaunting, you know, yeah, and you know what? It's interesting when you tell me say you're right. When they say, oh, yeah, come round and you, you and your brethren, you go round there. You have to go through all of those acts before you even get the 50 right. grand or whatever. But these times there, you're making sure, because you, your pockets broke. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? This is the thing. Because you need to make sure, right, that you've got a little bit of change in your bank. Mm-hmm. So therefore, don't rely on anybody, or no man, no woman, whatever, in order to get you out of those mm-hmm. situations. Because I think that's, so to your point, that like, it shouldn't have no, if they don't have no money to get home, you got to do what you got to do. 
You're literally you got to do what you got to do. So I think it's very sad. It's really sad to mm. see a lot of like, you know, I see a lot of African escorts, unfortunately, like a lot of Nigerian, Ghanaian girls, Kenyan girls going out there and doing it. There's a lot of um, Arab, Turkish girls going out and doing it. Some of your favourite UK girls might be going out and doing the same thing. This is true. This is very true. And you know what? It's sad as well because actually it doesn't support the already ingrained narrative mm. of, I'm going to be saying it, black women mm. in the Middle yeah. East. I'm going to say it, it doesn't support that. Mm -hmm. And equally, white women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it any doesn't woman. support It doesn't support that. Uh, any woman, actually, yeah. in general. So, yeah, it's things like that that you're just like, yeah, there's... Because he could be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, let me shit in your mouth. And then tutus now start bringing out a knife. Let me slice off bits oh, of you. Oh, there's stories of abuse, people getting beaten up. Yep, burns. Because that's what... that's like, Yeah, 100%. It. It's a hostile shit, yeah. bruv. It's good. That's Everything. what it is. Hunger Games, or maybe not Hunger Games, yeah. but... No, but but it but it does but it teeters on the yeah, line though, Latoya. It does, isn't it? Right, it does, mm. it does. If you think about it, it does teeter on the line, and I think there is something around. You know, you're talking about PhD. I don't want to do a PhD because I'm not smart enough to do a PhD, <laughs> right? However, there is something around. Like I think it, it, it's it's fantasy fetish, and actually how it becomes almost the top type of norm. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. It comes the norm. It became the norm for us to sit down there for a whole. For a whole weekend and watch Good Games. Yeah. And we were hooked. And we were hooked. And we want we another one. And we're like, oh, actually. And you start thinking to yourself, you start actually having that moral question. If I was in that world, no, it's each their own. I'm definitely going to fuck up some people yeah. to get that money. Yeah. Or, you know what? It starts off by, you know, just a little fetish. Let me yeah. in your mouth. And then the weed turns into shit. And the shit turns blood. into them. Bring out a knife and start cutting off like bits stop of branding you. you. And let me bathe in your yeah. blood. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think at the end of the day, Dubai has a very poor... I say Middle East in general actually has a very poor human human rights history. So I I mean I haven't been to Dubai, I haven't been to Middle East. I don't really have a desire to go. Though if someone bought me a ticket, I'm not saying I wouldn't go, but I don't have a massive desire to go simply because I know how they treat immigrants, um, and taking people's passports so they can't leave, beating mm -hmm. women, like it's pretty bad. So even though you see the glamorous side of things, and of course, I'm sure 90% of people that live in Dubai and, you know, Oman and all these places are just getting by, doing day-to-day. -day. They're just living their life and they're not involved in any of this stuff. But the very, very, very wealthy people are treating people really badly. So I don't know why you think mm. as an escort, you're going to be able to go there and you're going to be fine. No, they're going to treat you badly too because this is just, mm -hmm. this is just sex. It's just, it's just an exchange. It's a transaction. And you know what? If you really want that 50K, you will let me shit in your mouth. You will let me shit in your mouth and you mm. will eat that shit. And then when you're done eating that shit and you've eaten my mate's shit and you've eaten that my other mate's shit, then you can have your money and you can go home. How traumatized- yeah, before you go though, you need to go and service a couple of right. people. How traumatized yeah. will you hey, be listen. after that for 50K? Oh God. Sorry, it's just not worth it to me. Money is not. Maybe you have to be dirt poor to then have that mentality about wanting money that much. like. At that point, like, what is your body worth? Like, I feel like your body... And I hate... I don't mean to... I'm not slut shame. I'm not talking about people who... Okay, fine, you have to have sex. I'm talking about this level of kink where you're having to have people mm. shit in your mouth. Like, mm. what... Do you care about your... After this... After you've done that, yeah, and you've caught hepatitis B... Is that the one that's transferred through blood? Hepatitis B, salmonella, E. coli, all the other bits and pieces. After you've mm. had that happen... Then what? So can you spend a 50k?
I don't understand. Oh, my sisters, let's let's use let let us be guided, okay? Let us use our common sense. It's true, yeah. If if it sounds yeah. too good to be true, I get a little escorting five k for a night. Five k, okay, that sounds like you might just have to bang a couple blowies, maybe. <laughs> might be a friend involved. Yeah, yeah. Fine. If someone says thirty thousand yeah. pounds to you for a weekend, let us be guided. What do you think you have to do? Yeah, thirty thousand pounds for a weekend. What do you have to do? I want to see the complete itinerary. Itinerary, <laughs> the menu. Itinerary, menu. Look at me. Itinerary, menu. Where am I going? I just need to shut the fuck up. It's the illness. I'm telling you. I'm not thinking. I'm really not thinking straight. Apologies, Wix and Sasha. The itinerary. Yeah. Who wants to see itinerary? Itinerary. itinerary. I can't even spell right yeah, now. Itinerary. Yeah, yeah. I would say the itinerary. Itinerary. I want to know who's coming up in that house. Yeah. I want to. Know. No, you're not going to get that luxury. No. Mm, so yeah, no. It's true. Absolutely not. It's true. I think they'll definitely be guided and it definitely goes out to, yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone who's kind of thinking about that, like, escorting and stuff like that, you know what? Do what you got to do, but just like be in the know in yeah. terms of like, you know, at like, your limits and stuff like that. And if you are in a situation where, just be careful. Yeah. Use common sense. Because those things can, they, they can they, they can seem really high flying and yeah. fine at, at, at first, but shit could turn south real, real quick. quick. And no one's... I'm trying to think about ever been in a situation. <laughs> I mean, trying to I'm getting expensive, so I haven't done any escorting. Okay, I wouldn't judge no, you if I you have, had I done. Not, no, not at all. Listen, let me tell you something. I haven't done any escorting, but I will tell you a really funny story. Okay. So it was um, uh, for those of you, and I think I've yeah, for those of you that might know, I was I went out to uh, went to Amsterdam Pride a few years yeah. ago. It was a very long time ago, and it was great, and we went out, etc., etc., and came back to the hotel, got changed and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and I had on. I remember what I was wearing like white uh, these white yardy jeans, <laughs> of course. <laughs> So white jeans, like this, like this, like green, like mesh, like t-shirt, and like a denim jacket, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So everything was fine. I was really, really wasted, mm-hmm. and I ended up losing my phone. Oh, wow! Um, and lost like my uh, the people who I came to the club with was gone. Oh, I, didn't, I, I was like, where, where are they? So I came out of the club now. Didn't have no coat, no wallet, no phone. I was like, shit. I need to get back to the hotel, but I don't know where the fuck I am in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had to find, couldn't flag down an Uber because I don't have my phone. Right. right. So at this time, like, I hadn't had a, got a black taxi or a, a, or a taxi that hasn't been Uber since before Uber, <laughs> right? So I don't know who, who, so I'm trying to run around, but anyway, I'm still intoxicated. Yeah. I'm still not, I'm still not fully aware. And I managed to flag down a taxi and I said to him, I said, look, I said, mate, I've lost everything. Mm-hmm. I said, my phone's gone, my wallet's gone, I like my obviously my jacket's gone as well. But in mind, it's cold now, yeah, yeah. and I'm wearing mesh, right? It's cold, so my nipples are, ping, ping. yeah, ping, ping, don't know where the hell I am, don't have Google Maps to understand oh, where God. I am to get me back to the hotel. So I had to flag down this flat taxi, I was like, mate, I've lost everything. I said, I'm staying at the Mox- um, Moxie Oh, I love a Moxie. Shout out to Moxie. Uh, staying at the Moxie Hotel, I need to get back there. Etc. Etc. Could you? I'm gonna wake up my friend and uh, I'm about to pay for the taxi. So he was like, one man said no. I was like, okay, that's fine. So I went to another man. I was like, excuse me, Benny man. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, oh, so what your life God. become you? So I'm in there. I'm like, okay, cool. So I sent to the situation, and he was like, he was like, okay, but he was like, but how do I know you're gonna pay me? <laughs> Why is this at the beginning of a really bad porn movie? <laughs> right. How do you know you're gonna pay me? Right. 
Literally, I ain't gonna lie. In that split second, I was like, he does not know if I'm gonna have to pay him. But these times that I genuinely might have to do a little, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because I need to get back to my hotel, oh, bro. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be open and honest. It did fling into my head, like, ding. I was like, oh my God, is he actually, am I gonna have to perform like some sort of like sexual favors or sexual acts <laughs> with this man to get back to the hotel? And then the other thought came in, the hotel will give me money to pay for you, right? I'm like, okay, cool. But in that split second, that's what came into my head. So I ain't gonna lie. If the hotel wasn't going to go money, how am I going to get home? I had a flight to catch, so I had to get home. So I had to, I would have had to do the deed. And I will be brutally open and honest until everybody wigs and satchets on this podcast right now. If I needed to go and catch my flight, I had no time to catch feelings. I had to catch a flight. So I had to do what I had to do. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, I wasn't that, expecting were you? that at all. Oh, God. I don't really know how that's going to go down, but you know what? Send us your feedback. <laughs> So incriminating myself. But no, it goes back onto what you're saying about you know what you got to do. If do, you don't do. know how to get home, you got to do what you have to do. That's what I'm saying. Again, I walked with cash, but at that moment I was messy, mm. like a fool, and lost everything. So yeah. these times there, look after yourself. Walk back up, bro. Look after yourself. Look after yourself. One hundred percent. Well, we're on to sordid timeline story number three. <sighs> so the timeline number three, I think mine's I think mine's free. Was your timeline at all? Yours from life. <laughs> <laughs> mine's from lifeline. That's it. Sorted times on the lifeline. But we're back, as you said. So story number three oh, from the sorted timeline. I don't line. know why I'm bringing this up, but I just want to bring it up because there was a porn convention in Chicago this weekend. It was from April 29th to March 1st. I don't know why, but. Why do you have a porn convention? And what happens at a porn convention? So I went to investigate on their site because I was like, what What do you do when you go there? Is there porn happening mm. in real life? Like, what? why do you pay to go to this convention? And then I realised it's all these sad little men who are in love with these porn stars and probably have a relationship with them in their mind with their Vaseline and the tissue and their headset mm. in their room, in the dark room. Um... And know these porn stars by their first names and last names and they want to go and see them in person and the thing is i went to look at the the, the hashtag mm. and all the men have that same musty dusty look they <laughs> all wear hoodie and an old look. t-shirt and maybe shorts or a baggy jean and a trainer Sometimes with glasses. I mean, I wear glasses too, but a lot of them seem to wear spectacles. Quite a lot wear spectacles. And possibly the hair receding, not there. Or it w- Are you talking about the porn stars? You're talking about the people, <laughs> the people that go to the go. conventions? The porn stars also look quite I- musty. I mean, I was going to say something and throw enough shade and I was like, you, you know what, it. let me not. No, let me not. All right, shout out, because I know we do have some American listeners. I love you a lot. But I think that, in general, I think that's kind of like what middle-aged, kind of older <laughs> men dress like in America. No, I might be, I'm not even being shady. I genuinely think that. I just... Not all of them, not all of them, not all of them. But I do feel like sometimes when you're deep state like it's that 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 is like i don't necessarily think you get anything more than like your white socks and your cargo baggy jeans Um. and your old t-shirt and your hoodie i would say exactly the same like some middle-aged men that's up in in the uk yeah 
I just, you know, some of the tweets with people were really excited. I'm not going to say his name because you know I don't want to. I don't want us to be sued, but. I just all you gotta do is just look for the hashtag Exotica three X's. You'll find it. Um, I couldn't even click on that because you know I was I'm looking at this on my oh. white laptop. I was like, I do not. No, no, I was no, like, no. I don't want to get pulled don't in. Don't get pulled in. But like, what else to say? But I met the Angela fucking White. Even though I was the one one of the first to meet her, I would have waited a lifetime. Thank you, Angela White, for taking some time out and letting me get a few pictures. Okay. Uh, Johnny, Johnny. I want his last name. Damn, how did I forget to throw a few pictures in from last night? Kind of bummed. I was nervous to take a photo with hot ass Hollywood, but I finally got to meet her. Bear in mind, this woman's tits are out, out, out. Yo, this beautiful woman just made my night, my week, my month, my year. Okay. Wow. I, and then a lot of the time, they're standing with the women bent over in doggy style, as you do. Um, yeah, I mean, they seem fairly respectful. They're not touching the bum unless the model lets them. But they just <clears> all look the same. I can't get over it. They just... So, so you've got basically got a... a, a, a Listen, I think if you're addicted to porn, you need to... Profile. Uh, you know what? Porn addiction is not one for me that I'm... This is, not, this is the hill I'm prepared to die on. If you're addicted to porn, you need therapy. Okay. Intense therapy. I think porn is okay to enjoy, but I think when mm. porn takes over your life, as in, you know all their names, that's a bit deep. And also, you maybe might not be able to, you don't have real relationships with women because you're stuck mm. in the world of porn or men, because, you know, obviously people can be addicted to either category. I think you'd need help. <laughs> I know some porn stars' names. Are you addicted to porn? No, I wouldn't say I'm addicted That's to porn. You have a part, but you thing. have a partner. You right. have a healthy I have a partner, life. But I know, yeah. Right. But I know porn stars' names. You have some favourites. Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. I'm going to be open and honest. 100%. I know some porn stars. 100%. But you have a partner. So you have... I've got some favourite sites as oh. well. So Okay. No, but I mean, but I have a partner. Yeah, yeah, you I have, have a real partner. life. So you, take, you can separate. Yeah. There's that boundary. Whereas I feel like some people, there's, yeah. there's no boundary. Like this is no. literally, they are in the world of porn. And now you can get those 3D headsets, the Oculus, where you can have vir you can have virtual sex with a porn star. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can pay okay, cool. for sites. So you wear this, the Oculus headset and you can have virtual sex with a porn star. Mm. They're going to make money. That is going to make money. Money. There'll be people money. prepared to be... What I'm scared of... The thing is with my finger porn is that, like, it's about the age and about it becoming more accessible to young people. Yeah. That kind of scares me. And I think, yeah, I think it did, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's, it's more accessible to young, young, younger people. And I think what it's doing is it's not painting them the real picture of actually what a relationship, a sexual relationship or a healthy yeah. sexual relationship should look like. So, you know, if two people are losing their virginity for the first time, it's like, wham, bang, thank you, ma'am. And that's mm -hmm. it. And it's not necessarily always about, you know, kind of like, call me a bitch, like, slap well, in the face. Like, spit in my, spit in my face or whatever. Not the first spit time, maybe. Because this is... This is, well, this is it. <laughs> this is it. But I don't necessarily feel that. that I think they might feel that that is yeah. what a healthy sex relationship looks like. Like everyone has their own kinks, one hundred percent. But then sometimes I'm not always like you know trying to go on like a porn star twenty four seven. Yeah. 
Um, so I think it's about having that balance. And I think where it starts to affect, as I said, like social relationships yeah. as well. Um, and then potentially how you start to view women or men mm. or trans or whatever, mm -hmm. or Asian women or Asian men, because actually that's where all your fetishes come from, isn't it? Like you can categorize yeah. black women. Okay, cool. So do you only watch black porn just because you have a fetish for black yeah. men? Or do you genuinely like being in a relationship yeah. with a black man? Or, you know, I think what, you this is it, because care. I think people conflate so the two things. If you're watching a porn category, that doesn't mean that you could actually mm -hmm do those things in real life and you know i'm i'm going to use like um you know trans as a, as a as an example because you read a lot of articles mm -hmm. from like people who are trans women particularly because that's yeah. who it affect the most that they can't have normal relationships with men who because men some of these men are thinking that this is porn it's a fetish mm. they're not actually wanting to have a real relationship with them as the person who's transitioned to become a woman, they've actually want to have the fetish in their life. Yeah, 100%. And that's very different. Having a fetish is yeah. not the same as actually saying you want to have a relationship with someone who is yeah. trans. Or having a fetish yeah. um, about one thing doesn't mean that that's going to translate into your real life. Or you, that you yeah, can translate that into your real life properly. Because actually, will mm. you be proud to walk with that person in the daylight? Yeah, if your family found out that that yeah. person was trans would they be accepting of that and would you still stand by that person or will they be your dirty secret these are mm. all the things where it's all the questions yeah. you need to answer yourself 100%. so i think porn has a 100%. lot to answer for because i do feel yeah. like this categorization and it being so accessible and it being all i think it has warped a lot of people's perspectives of what they actually want out of sexual relationships and what they want out of mm -hmm. real relationships if that is what you think you'd re would you really want that if you didn't watch it in porn that's my question and then if you did that was presented to you in real life would you actually, as I said, be able to walk with that person in the light? Would you be able to have a real relationship with that person? Or is it just about sex? Because that's very, mm -hmm. very different. So this is why people yeah, think agreed. they can shit in people's mouths because they've seen it in porn. I've <laughs> seen it in porn, 100%. And I just want to add a little correction. I was realising when we were talking about, I referred to myself if I was a trans man. I actually, You're a trans, I woman. trans woman. Earlier on, <laughs> I just realised, I was just like, oh yeah, I definitely said that wrong. So yeah, I was referring to, in previously, earlier on in the episode, I'm not saying trans man, I meant trans woman. If you were trans woman, yeah. It's just a correction. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Medication. Medication. This is, yeah, it's the meds. Oh dear, I mean... Any wigs and snatchets that have been to a porn convention, please feel free to let me know what your experience was like. Mm, 100%. What happened? Did they have new toys? Was there anything exciting going on? What did you take away from that convention? And do you feel that that fulfilled you and made you feel like a better person after you left? Because something tells me no. Anyway. I want to go to one. Okay, you go and let me know. For, just, research. for, for research purposes. Yeah. For research purposes, I want to go to one. I mean, conventions are really interesting. Would you come? For research purposes, yes, but I'd probably yeah. be very snobby, but I'd come with you because I'd be very interested. Okay. I want to talk to the girls there, but like, hey, babes, like, yeah. okay, what what do you really think about these dweebs that come and stand next to you and put their hand on your bum and go like, yeah, I yeah. think about you all day long? Because I, I think a lot of the time these women or people, actually men and women, people who are porn stars, they have a very different view to you as the audience. Like, they're just very, this is a job. Mm, it's true. like customer service. Oh, you like yeah. my product? Okay, smile. <laughs> Leave me a five-star review. Subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Done. So I, I'd come with you for research purposes. Fair So you find the UK you one. You heard it here first. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'll keep a review afterwards. Oh, Done. dear. So, um, the last sordid comes back. Yes. You know, I don't think we've ever done an episode where we don't have to, like, flame the Conservative Party, but this was not the way that I thought I'd have to flame them. It's just, yeah. I didn't think. And people are going to vote for this lot again. Let's it's, let's it's... talk about it, you know. <laughs> because... I don't know how you can hitch up yourself. Like, this is the House of Commons, wherever you're sitting down. This is not like a team meeting where there's only four or five of you in the room. Maybe you're around a round table and you've got your phone up. There are people looking over your shoulder when you're sitting on the benches and you decide to bring some porn up on your phone. Yeah, I don't understand. Neil Parrish, you will answer for your crimes. You, Yeah, 100%. You will answer for your crimes. Neil Parrish decided and if you see a picture of him he looks like the kind of person that goes to the convention they all have a look so neil <laughs> with his but with his gilet and his pink shirt yeah no for sure oh. yeah yeah so uh neil parish is an mp for the conservatives uh he's a conservative whip um and a veteran politician by the way very veteran yeah. keyword veteran, veteran. Mm-hmm. so he was suspended last friday um for watching adult material twice in parliament claiming the first time was accidental after looking at tractors online how does tractors go to pussies i don't understand but we'll come back to that in a minute and the second was a moment of madness eh lies it's not a moment of madness like let me tell you something (laughs) even when he's telling us a no like let's let's call it what it is right where's my phone Where's my phone? Because, no, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it out. So if I go on Google right Mm -hmm. now, right, and I need to understand where the hell, right, let me go and Google. Hello, cancel. Oh, look, my phone's playing a madness. (laughs) Right, Google. I want to go and Google. I want to type in tractors to see if my fat thumbs could accidentally (laughs) press. Yeah, no. Because first and foremost, you're typing in tractors, T, R, and the P's on the other side, right? Porn actually, track actors it's quite easy uh, i don't understand how you feel type you're looking for tractors but you ended up with porn actors that doesn't make any sense to me you purposely went on there just admit it and own it which right. he has right and he's telling me to say neil parish okay cool he's telling me like that a moment of weakness and madness you lot don't give a fuck no. hello what makes you think like honestly you really do think that we're really going to believe you right. like, let's really talk about it dominic cummins the most senior advisor to um boris johnson broke the rules in lockdown after the rules were mm-hmm. set Fast forward, Matt Hancocky finally like, groping up his side piece with groping up his side piece with his receding hairline, breaking the COVID rules. At the time, he was the health secretary. Right. Rishi, our chancellor, is increased obviously wet cost of mm-hmm. living, national insurance, and these times they're irrespective of whether or not his wife has to declare he's married to a millionaire, mm-hmm. billionaire, a billionaire actually, yeah. a billionaire. And there's certain there's a loophole where she doesn't actually feed into the economy. Now she does, but if you knew that you didn't have to, she would stay strong and yeah, fucking she was wrong. A pain tax. Right? Because she'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to pay tax because X, mm-hmm. Y, Z, and this is what it is. You knew what you're doing. Rishi, it doesn't really matter whether or not you're in you're in the house. Your wife should be scrutinized mm-hmm. also because you lot are still benefit from tax mm-hmm. free, right? So these times we don't have to pay the million pounds of tax, but these times they're Sharon. Unfortunately, Sharon can't afford to feed her fucking mm-hmm. kids, right? Then we've got a problem. 
that's that's Rishi Sunak. Then fast forward, you got fucking Boris Johnson. There was no <laughs> rules that were broken in number ten. Come on now. No rules at all that was broken in number ten. I've been assured, Mr. Speaker of the House, of no rules. Oh, I wasn't aware at the Which time was... I was breaking the rule. Just, just stop it. And now this one talking about he accidentally. It's a fucking a mess. mess. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. What does anyone expect? Anything less? Mm -hmm. do what, and you know what? These times there, Tora, I don't even. You know what? It's got to the mm -hmm. point where our actual democratic system is so fucked, yeah. I genuinely don't even care who's in power no. anymore. That's how bad it's no. become. I genuinely don't care. Conservative can just run it into the fucking ground and do whatever. Labour, there's no fucking there's no opposition. opposition. I can't deal with you. No. Liberal Democrats, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna vote for you. You know what? Hell, I've, I've said this on the po of the podcast before. I'm gonna have to vote for somebody else because I generally I can't do can't, Labour. I feel that my waste yeah. of votes, my, my vote is wasted on Labour, yeah. and I cannot. And I will admit, I have voted Conservative mm -hmm. once. I have voted them once, but I can't continue to operate. Our whole democratic system is fucked, and you expect us to what? 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 What is going on? I Just know. stop it. The whole system's fucked. So there's no words. You won't be punished properly. You know, he'll walk off. Of course the he sunset. won't be. Of course he won't be. Where well, you know what you know where Neil Parrish is gonna end up on Stephen Bartlett's uh, <laughs> podcast Live with a CEO. Stephen Bartlett serious. is getting ready to line up that interview with Neil Parrish. He's getting ready to line up that interview. <sighs> He's getting ready. Stephen Bartlett is one person 110%. I'm gonna drag one day, but not today. It doesn't have to be today. No, yeah, today I feel that he can do more. Because I was listening to some, I've seen some stuff on mm. Twitter. I know obviously Kalechi's had some some dealings with him. I feel that he could do more. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, he could do more yeah. for our for our, for our community. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I, I I can't. I don't want to go in there and and because some people have come for his neck like yeah. madly, and I don't think that's right. But the optics of it yeah. all, he needs to understand. Yeah, who are you out. platforming and? Why are you giving them a platform when they don't need one? Because you've got these run-down rich white yeah. men that are privileged and they've broken the rules. And these times there, you've got people from working-class mm -hmm. backgrounds, whether they're black, white, mm -hmm. Asian, whatever, who are dying on the fucking mm -hmm. streets. And you're going to put bring these people up mm -hmm. in here and rebrand them. Matt Hancock. Piers Morgan. Piers oh Morgan, right? Molly fucking <coughs> May. Not, although Molly May didn't need to fucking rebrand it because she's got a brand yeah. of herself. But come yeah. on. Like, stop yeah. it. And these times there, you have to take a footballer, Marcus Ranford, Rashford, to challenge the police, cha challenge, police, challenge um, yeah. parliament so they can feed kids That's over lockdown. That's who you should be platforming. Be crazy. They shouldn't be platforming people like Piers Morgan, that one I haven't even given a click. <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you crazy? No so there is, yeah, I think we'll know where he'll yeah, turn Neil up. Parrish, he'll he'll be, turn yeah, he'll be on, he'll be on, he'll be on yeah. Super show. And it'll be like, it was a moment of madness. And I'm like, yeah, well, tractors to porn actors. Okay, we'll see whatever, like whatever. His poor wife, his children. Let me see, actually. No, it can't be porn. Because I'm even trying to think tractor, actor. Maybe we'll put porn actor. Porn actor. Porn actor. But the P, it... But it's the not P close. is on the other side nice. of the screen in comparison yeah, to yeah, the it's T. Yeah, on that other side. So I can, I can understand if it was, okay, cool, he accidentally and it took him porn out of that's cool. I, I can appreciate that. We come back the second time. Come yeah. on. Stop it. Do you know what I mean? Andy, I'm paying your bills still and then watch porn. <laughs> you can't wait till you get home. And that's what I don't understand. Do you know like, what I mean? Why would you watch it at work? Like, Or go to go the, bathroom. the bathroom. I'm going to bust a nut, bruv, in the bathroom. Just go to the bathroom. That's cool. That's what I mean. He, he, the, the convention... He is definitely someone who would go to the convention. Those types, them people that we're watching at work, convention folk. He's one of them. Mm. Neil Parrish is one of them. 
please, guys, please look at the hashtag exotical. Three X's. Get Neil yeah, Parrish's picture up and get the pictures off of the guys on there. <laughs> I'm screaming. I mean, I like you. You have said it all. I have nothing to add to this. I just already know it's a hot mess. He'll be protected as they always are. And at the end of the day, like if there is no de- if there's no is no proper democracy in this country where we have a voting system that is it's broken like i don't it's not it doesn't work mm-hmm. so if people can mm-hmm. get into positions if if people haven't watched i would recommend watching anatomy of a scandal it's not amazing it's on netflix but i'd say watch that because it gives you a watch yeah. it because yeah. all of them idiots yeah. up in there have links and they're not part of this whole etonian yes, crew yeah. Mm-hmm. right and the network and people need to understand yeah. in politics your network is massively Absolutely. powerful you scratch my back and i will reward you in other yeah. ways irrespective of if how i reward you is unethical yeah. to the country it's unethical and it impacts yeah. the majority of the population Definitely. and 100%. it will be any party that comes into power unfortunately because at the end of the day that is the system that is the way the uk is, mm-hmm. is that's how the system works yeah. so you know yeah. i give you a donation i mean i'm still wondering where all this um ppe that we couldn't use where is it is it in a landfill where is it where is the woman that did pretty patel's eyebrows what what's going on where is she, <laughs> where, is she? where is she where is she, is she? All right. this money has gone missing. And I just want to add on, because this is just breaking news today, that Boris Johnson has now said he's going to float this idea of housing associ- housing association tenants will be able to buy their houses. Um, we already have a housing crisis. We do not need any more people buying up housing that is for people who need social housing to live in. Like, we don't need it. We already got the council housing issue and that's already a big thing. So now you want people who live in housing associations. You want to, I'm not saying that's a terrible thing. That could help. That would help me. It would help people like, yes, I could buy my flat and whatever. That's great. But there's a bigger problem here. It's, that's, A, we're keeping the banks afloat, yeah? Because that's basically, we're just taking out debt for the bank before we even own our housing. So the money's going there. And then secondly... We don't have enough housing for people to live in. The the borough I live in, the the demand far outstrips the supply. People are have been living in halfway houses, hostels, hotels for years. Sometimes with kids, there's no housing for them. Then you get on the train and you're going to like Balham, Battersea, Clapham, and you see all these riverside flats that are sitting empty. And I don't want anyone to tell me people live in them. They don't. They don't, they don't live in them. You go, especially if you go in the evening yeah. on a nice evening after you go into the South Bank and had a Pinot Grigio by the River Thames. Get on the train. You will see that about fifty to sixty percent of those flats, the lights are off because no one lives there. No one lives there. And we're building no more. No one lives there. We're building more. Mm. And so, uh, for me, mm. at the end of the day, like until like I, I always have always said. If you don't think, you will feel. And so those people that were saying Boris Johnson's doing a good job, people were saying we should pray for Boris Johnson when he was sick in hospital with COVID, I didn't. So these people that were saying all of these things and... <laughs> sorry, that was quite... <laughs> I didn't pray for him. I was hoping they'd take... Oh, anyway, let me not put it out there. Darling, listen, I was just trying to hope, I was trying to hope, on, a, I was trying to hope on a wing and a blood clot prayer that right? I didn't catch it. That was my I main was focus, not... okay? So I, I didn't, didn't give it to my mother, but not Boris Johnson, 100%. But the thing is, is that like if we continue where cost of living is so high we were looking at a shopping list today from a month ago 
the comparison in mm. price is ridiculous. It's different prices. So if you don't think, you will feel. So you lot keep voting Boris Johnson and Conservatives. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think, again, although I kind of drag Rishi a little bit, 100% earlier on, but... You know, going back into what you were saying, you know, when we um when we were all furloughed and we're living at mm. home, you get eighty percent. Everyone was like, "This is lovely." Oh. Rishi's Rishi's so accommodating. Everyone <laughs> loved it. There was a lot a lot of people, a lot of people that just like, "Oh my god, I can do this every day. Wake up, don't have to do nothing, mm. still get paid my check, go down and get a few shopping, mm. get some bottles of drink." And did oh okay, cool, that's great. But who's gonna suffer for it? Because you know, where, where, the, where do you think the money's from? coming right. from? Exactly. Where do you think the money's coming from? Oh no, he's not being as supportive. If girl, bye, mm. go and sit down because you should have thought about this when we we're all sitting at home getting paid. Yeah, where's right? that money coming from? We're gonna have to pay it yeah. back. We're gonna have to eat pay out it back. to help out. Where did you think that money was coming from? Girl, listen, people are gonna be not even buying enough food right? for them to even be able to, to, to cook in their yard. Do you know what I mean? Right? It's it's a it's, you know what? It's people are really <laughs> underestimating this cost of living crisis. Even though, um, shout out to anyone celebrating E today when this comes out, it's E. Yes. Um, but there was a thing this morning. I was in the gym watching, but they're talking about this year for iftar. Am I correct? Please correct me if I'm wrong. When they break their fast, and they have the big fa- um the big dinners together and stuff. People are mm-hmm. spending less money. Like before, like they would go to the supermarket and they're buying out the shop. Normally where we mm. are, the supermarket shelves where which they dedicate to like Eid would be empty. No, mm. they're still really full. People are scaling mm-hmm. back. People are having to go to like charities with their families to have, you know, to celebrate, to have something so they could have gifts yeah. for their kids and things like that because they don't have money. So it's affecting everybody. So I don't want to be hearing about Sally having to leave her Range Rover at home maybe three days out of the week now or possibly like, you know, nanny sharing. I don't want to hear it because you told us that, you know, this is Boris, you know, he's, he's good, isn't he? You know, conservatives. That's me and my yeah. husband have always voted conservative, you know. I just feel like people need to get up their asses and work, aka Kim Kardashian. Mm. Everyone needs to get up and work. People are working and they don't have no money left. Yeah, and they don't have no money left. I know. This is it. This is. And you got motherfuckers watching porn at work. Um, at imagine, work, you know. This is the killer that at top work. Shop. No, let's just really dial it back yeah. before we end this episode. 100%. Top Shop, if you were on the till, and, we and you watch porn. Investigation, disciplinary, fired. fired. CCTV, I'm going to see witnesses, fired. fired. Unacceptable behaviour. These times there, these people are still in there. Still in their jobs mm-hmm. today. And I've handed them resignation. No, no, no. Come out of the <laughs> whole system altogether. Come out. Yeah. You don't, we revoked your pass, yeah. You do not have the pass to come back right. into this house. No, 100%. Revoke it. No, but these times there, these people are still going to stay there. Now, I'm not like, listen, everyone makes a mistake. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> but, the, but the reality yeah. of it is, and this is, I think, you know, again, just to think about it, these people are in the highest office. Yeah. Do you yeah. get it? Like, this is not, it's not like, a, it's not retail. Mm-hmm. It's not the NHS. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not like finance. It's not about that. These people who are working in this yep. office are making decisions and drafting bills that will affect us as the population. Yeah and our children, yeah. and our children's yeah. children, and they are getting away, and they're doing all of this mm-hmm. shit. 
I don't understand. That's the reason why I have no words mm -hmm. because there's nothing left to say. I think they've done everything. Because it's a, it's a mess. They've done everything now. They've done everything. No porn. And I know there's no point of us trying to like you know we can protest as much as we like, but they're trying to pass the bill for people not to have freedom of yeah. speech. You know you can't do this. And there's just so many. There's so there's so many yeah. occasions, and that's just with conservative. And I know sometimes the spotlight is always on the conservative because obviously they're mm. the main party. They're in power. But let's 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 really call it what it is. We we know that. There's other shit that's happening in the oh, other parties Oh, yeah, the racism well. like, in Labour. It's, 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 like, it's, it's bread and yeah, it's deep-rooted. There's so much stuff. In it. So much stuff because Parliament in itself, is there's a fundamental problem with how Parliament works anyway. Yeah. You know what, 100%. yeah? I just want to do a shout-out. And I, I did. someone did this shout-out a while ago. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me pour my cup. Let me get my cup in the air. Guy Fawkes, I'm sorry they did you dirty, bruv. Big it up, did it they dirty. They did it dirty. Guy Fawkes. Let me, let me, let me have had my moe. I've raised toast a glass to you. They did, they did you dirty, bruv. They did him dirty. I'm not mm. going to be celebrating Guy Fawkes Day going forward because I feel like, you know what? That's a bit of an abomination. Because actually, maybe if he'd done it, mm. things might have been a bit different. Maybe. maybe. You know what? Maybe. Maybe. maybe Shout maybe. out to Guy. Maybe. <laughs> man, man, like guy. Like <laughs> Love it. Hey. All right. So I think we've waffled long enough today. I know we have. Oh, it's been a sordid one. I'm so sorry. I should have put a disclaimer at the beginning. Please wear headphones. Don't listen to this out loud in the office yeah. or yeah, yeah, commute in. But I'm sorry. This it's just been a sordid that week. That had to be. Yeah, no, hundred percent. It yeah. has been. And this is, I mean, you know what, as I said, wow, there's just no, there's words. no words. There is no words. Mm. Like, again, like this is just, I think there's so much change that has mm -hmm. happened over the past two, three years. I think that's more change. I think that's like 20 years worth of change that's been condensed into like crazy. three years for, for, for yeah. us. And you know, when you just like, you just like, you, when you live it and you breathe it, that's just smashes yeah. up, like from a politics, from a politics political standpoint from a social media mm -hmm. standpoint like everything yeah and we didn't get into emails, i was good we, 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 we definitely get into that because i want to need to have my research we must, i need to have yeah, my stats ready because no. because there's danger, danger in that many with the people that the, those people monopolizing right. our globe right. that is dangerous i am not supporting elon musk it's no dangerous way. on a platform like twitter i just hope <laughs> oh god I no, but hold on. I just hope because he did make a statement about actually he was going to end like world hunger. <laughs> I I need to research that statement. There was something that yeah. happened. I can't remember what it was, but he did make they a challenged statement. Him. Yeah, and in my head, I they challenge. I want you to end world hunger. I want you to put clean water in countries because if you're buying our platforms like Twitter for forty billion yeah. pounds or forty billion dollars. There's money in this globe where we can end yeah. that, but we'll never, I mean, because actually that's not how the system no, and how the world he works. He was putting chips in monkeys' brains. I mean, people need to look up. We will have that episode. I think we need to dedicate a special episode to Elon Musk because Elon Musk. this man is not legit. He's li it, it terrifies me that he has now got control of a platform like Twitter because if you think a billionaire, listen, those people that say that they were like, oh, I would rather sit down with Jay-Z or one of, I'm going to be a billionaire too do cryptocurrency trade with me you'll be rich as well like elon musk let me tell you something the levels that elon musk is on 
we will never touch that. Yes. And it's we'll unethical that. for someone to even be that rich. So someone for that who's that rich now controlling one of the most... I mean, free speech is Twitter's thing. The largest, largest free, free speech. speech. Yeah, for sure. Do you know how... Largest Donald platform. Trump will be back soon. Katie Hopkins will be back soon. What's the other one? The mm, EDL girl. Tommy, Tommy, what's his name from EDL? back soon because after that yeah the world is becoming a very right right wing and people should be afraid of that let's not concentrate on everyone trying to be a billionaire let's be a little bit terrified that people like elon musk who puts chips into monkeys brains to see if you can control them and they all died by the way i'm not even lying they all died yeah this one oh, could you send me I that will research send you the yeah he put this was Thank very you, recent very recent testing mm. it out to see if they could control why does he want to do that why be very afraid. So, boy. And, and on, on that, that note, note. We have come to the end of this episode. We hope you have thoroughly enjoyed. I know. Get into it. Sicky you. Hopefully I'll be back. I'll be yes. back the next time and I'll be a little bit more on my uh, A game. Because I still want to do that game with you. Oh. The 30 seconds. Oh. I still want we'll to do that. That's that going to be fun. And then equally you do it. We'll save okay. that one. We'll save that one. We will. We'll definitely will. Cool. But guys, thanks for listening as always. And we always appreciate your comments and feedback and stuff. But enjoy. And yeah, we move. See you around shortly. Bye. Bye.